Hello there, I'm Jill Avey, career success coach for women looking to get promoted and become empowered leaders. This is the fourth episode of a limited eight session exclusive training podcast. In this series, we're talking about each one of the key steps on your path to rising up through the leadership ranks. So I hope you'll stay with me through the whole series. In this episode, we're talking about creating clarity for your career path. This is step number four of the seven step passport to promotion. Now that you're clear in your mind about who you are and how you want to be seen as a leader, we set our sights on the future. Why is this step so important for leaders to complete every year? Because the fastest way to get where you want to go is to have a crystal clear vision of what it'll look like when you get there and what are the steps going to be along the way. You can do this through what's called a personal strategy retreat, where you take some time to figure out which goals you really want to pursue and what these goals look like to you in full clarity. In this episode, I'm going to take you through how to do a strategy retreat of your own. My clients use this process in their coaching program to help them gain balance in their lives by making sure that they're creating goals for each part of their life, not just their work. And the clarity that they get from this process helps them to decide what's truly important to them so that they can stop saying yes to everything and focus just on those things that are really going to help them get where they want to go. One client of mine, we'll call her Jocelyn, was maxed out at work and home. Maybe you can relate to that feeling. She has a busy job managing a global program and two sons in middle school. She didn't see any way out of all the obligations she had if she wanted to be a good mom and keeping her demanding boss happy. Yet, sometimes when we feel there are no alternatives, on further examination, we find there's actually another way. It's extremely hard to take quiet time to think in our busy go, go, go world. (laughs) So when Jocelyn took some time for herself to really consider what her priorities were and what other ways there might be to go about things, she identified several things that made a huge difference in her life. Through her personal strategy retreat, she identified that she was spending 20 hours a week at soccer practice. After realizing that this was basically a part-time job for her, she organized a carpool and cut her contribution as taxi down to one day a week. This allowed her time to cook a meal for the family twice a week instead of constantly grabbing fast food on the way home from practice and then feeling guilty about her family's nutrition. Just these two small changes to her routine made her feel like a much better of a mom altogether. And I'm always a fan of cutting back mom guilt. (laughs) At work, she also identified an area where she'd been doing the work herself and realized that this wasn't actually expected of her. She had felt obligated to do this work since it was her expertise. But instead, she decided to contract the work to a consulting firm and free herself up from over 100 hours on her biggest yearly project. So if you're feeling the weight of your to-do list crushing you and never feel able to find time to plan for your future, stay with me because this episode's for you. What I see too often is women leaders drowning in work, doing everything for everyone else and not finding time for themselves. They keep saying yes to things, whether it's in their best interest or not. This keeps them mired in the actual doing of the work, and that holds them back from taking time to think about whether they should be doing the work in the first place. As well, women know that they have to do a better job because they're under more scrutiny than men would be in the same position. And this can lead us to doing our very best, thinking that this is the way to get ahead. However, this can actually be holding us back instead. The problem is when we're stretched too thin, We're not actually doing a good job at anything. This in turn erodes our confidence because we're constantly feeling guilty for not being good enough because we know we could be doing so much better if we had more time. 
the idea of strategic planning for your career might not even be on your radar. In fact, the majority of my clients have never considered doing this when they start the Sisters in Leadership coaching program. So let me walk you through how to do it. The first step is to find an accountability partner. You're so much more likely to get this done if you have somebody to keep you accountable and you won't have my program doing that for you. There will always be something that feels more important or more urgent than this seeming luxury until you do your first retreat and see how valuable it is for yourself. The second step is to book some time on your calendar to get away. Ideally, you would find two full days to spend alone in a location that's inspiring to you. The third step is to go on your retreat. On this retreat, you'll want to plan out what you would like your life to look like in one year, three years, and 10 years. It might feel impossible to think about 10 years out right now. And of course, a lot will change in that time. But this exercise is invaluable because we need to think about where we want to go long term. James Clear tells us in his book, Atomic Habits, that if you're flying from Los Angeles to New York, and as the pilot leaves from LAX, she adjusts the heading just 3.5 degrees south, you'll land in Washington, D.C. instead of New York. So that means if your career is heading towards New York, but what you actually love is Washington, D.C., unless you take that time to course correct by just those few degrees, you might end up in a city you never wanted to live in. That's why it's important to take this time to reflect on what's truly important to you in your heart of hearts. Are you a fast-paced New Yorker, or do you want to be surrounded by the decision-makers of the world? So why should you do this retreat alone, you might be asking. It will reduce the amount of influence that other people have on your decision if you're alone. Your career needs to be fulfilling to you, not fulfilling to other people's dreams for you. Once you have these long-range targets figured out, now it's time to do some goal setting. You can imagine the steps that it will take to get there, both long and short term, and start planning for what you need to make them happen. When you have a crystal clear picture of where you want to go, all of a sudden, it's so much easier to determine if you should say yes to something or if you should say no to something. Also in Atomic Habits is the story of Mike Flint, who was Warren Buffett's personal airplane pilot for 10 years. Evidently, Buffett asked Flint to write down his top 25 career goals. And then Buffett asked him to review his list and circle his top five goals. Then he split them into two lists. The five items he circled were list A, and the 20 items he had not circled were list B. Flint confirmed that he would start working on his top five goals right away. That's what you would do, right? Me too. And then that's when Buffett asked him about the second list. And what about the ones you didn't circle, he said. Flint replied, well, the top five are my primary focus, but the other 20 come in a close second. They're still important, so I'll work on those intermittently as I see fit. They're not as urgent, but I still plan to give them a dedicated effort. I bet you've done this too. This used to be me as well. But listen to how Buffett replied. He said, no, you've got it wrong, Mike. Everything you didn't circle just became your avoid-at-all-cost list. No matter what, these things get no attention to you until you've succeeded at your top five. You see, without the top five and a total focus on those goals, we would take on the whole list. This is where we go wrong. Instead, when you know your top five, you can go to work on those with laser focus do a stellar job on them, and then move on to the rest of the list. So now on your retreat, you have time to figure out what your whole list looks like and then to discern what goes at the top. Not only are you heading to the right city, but you also have clarity and focus you need to make the trip with the wind at your back. 
To make sure you have the pieces you need to move forward, I have a quick and easy assignment for you. This will only take you three minutes and it'll give you the motivation to take action and book that personal strategy retreat. So between now and the next podcast, I want you to take 60 seconds each and write down some thoughts about where you want to be in one year, three years, and 10 years. So just a little initial brainstorming. Don't overthink it. Just put down the words or phrases that come to mind in the time I've given you. If you're in the car, just talk to your voice recorder for a minute each. Once your ideas and dreams are out of your head and out in the world, you'll automatically want to start moving in that direction. So I hope you're motivated to try a personal strategy retreat and think through it all more completely. I believe you can do everything you want in your career with the right support. You wouldn't have the emphasis if you didn't have what it takes to get there. And I want to support you in that. In the next episode, we're going to talk about using brain-based communication to bring your performance and the performance of your team to the next level. Now that you're clear on where you're going, I want to give you some rocket fuel to get there. Until then, I'm Jill Avey, and thanks for listening to the 7-Step Passport to Promotion.